0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pixelated Podcast. I'm Patrick Reif. And I'm Alex McGlynn. And today we're gonna to give you like six, four, three tips for planning. <laughs> more than it's more than three, I promise. <laughs> planning a micro. Today we're going to tell you some tips on planning a micro wedding.
1: Yeah, so micro wedding. What we mean by that is like less than 30 guests, less than 40 guests, I don't know, whatever it means to you, it doesn't really matter. Less than your full guest list. Uh, So, obviously, again, this kind of goes without saying, health crisis, ripping apart the the world as we speak. Uh, People's weddings are getting postponed. My wedding got postponed. I had a podcast about it. I also, on that podcast, mentioned that I was planning a micro-wedding. And I thought to myself, and some questions we got, I was like, we should probably record something about what that process was like or, you know, how we did it. Um, Because we were able to pull it off really quickly. Um, and we followed some really simple tips that we're about to go through uh, for how to to do that so if you have found yourself in a position where you had to postpone your big ceremony but you still want to have a 20 or 30 person wedding ceremony on your original date these tips are for you and if you know anyone who's doing that please share them with them it will make their life easier so number one catering and this includes alcohol So obviously hiring a full catering staff for a 20 or 30 person event does not make a lot of sense. Um, I mean, I guess if you have the budget maybe, but having all those extra vendors there and all those extra bodies is a little scary in the world of COVID. Um, And it's kind of difficult to ask those people to all get tested uh, and actually know that they did it. So two things you can do. One is if you are super ambitious or you really like to cook, you can cater your own wedding or have a family member do it. That's obviously an option. Uh, We did not go, I mean my fiance and I did not go that route but again it's at least something to consider especially if it's like a 10 or 15 person wedding, it's not that hard to cook for 15 people. We've all been to Thanksgiving. So that's one option. Second option is to work with a local restaurant that is probably really hurting for business uh, and get them to cater your, uh, your event. And I don't mean cater as in show up and serve people, I mean cater as in provide you with an abundance of food to feed 20 to 30 people. So, uh, Leslie and I are working with a, a local restaurant here in Baltimore that is, has amazing Italian food. Um, it's uh, in Federal Hill, Baltimore, if anyone's local. Um, and you did say the restaurant. That's because I'm blanking on the name, oh. man. I didn't pick the restaurant. They have really good food, though. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, Mario's. Mario's. Check it out. So, um... They are going to provide us with catering trays of rigatoni and trim scampi, etc, etc. We've explained the whole situation to them. They're going to have it all prepared for us. We're going to roll through, pick it up, put it in our trunk, or in a cooler, or whatever, and drive it up to the venue that we've chosen in Pennsylvania. And it will be enough to feed everyone for the entire weekend
0: of the uh, festivities. And nobody has ever been mad at a big catering tray full of ziti. Nope, they sure haven't. I'm ready for lunch. Okay, number two is venue. Um, Venue, venue, venue. Your venue is a huge part of your budget for your traditional wedding doesn't have to be for your micro wedding. Um, so there are some really easy low hanging fruit ideas. Uh, Alex decided to go and find a really cool Airbnb uh, that could house everyone that was gonna come. So that way everybody can come to one place. Um, if you are doing somewhere where it's a little bit of a, of a location or a remote thing, everyone can sequester there, right? So there's no worry about them needing to come in and quarantine, et cetera, et cetera. You're all there, you're all in one place. Um, also, you know, like in addition to that, like uh, of a family friend, uh, a relative, someone that you that you know that has a great backyard, uh, some other great you know patio, something along those lines. Uh, maybe even a friend's business that has a lot of extra space where you could throw a party in. Um, all creative ways to be able to um, to pull together uh, a micro wedding on a last minute and, and you know having a, a non-traditional or an alternative venue could end up being one of the best best assets of the whole event anyway so you know don't be afraid to get creative and get a little bit outside of the box couldn't you read more yeah uh, also I texted Leslie and uh, I got the
1: answer it's Brent in Federal Hill if you like Italian food if you like home style Italian food Brent Federal Hill Baltimore Maryland sorry Mario who we were going to go with. I guess it switched. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, Brent Dolly's is who we're going with. Um, anyway, yeah, and also the point with the venue, uh, the amount of people who have told me how pumped they are for the new venue we've chosen, not that they didn't love the original, but uh, getting married in a mansion in Pennsylvania is a really unique experience um, that I don't think anyone's going to be uh, experiencing again anytime soon. Um, you can do something cool like that. Again, if it's a small group you can do really creative things i bet the
0: party's gonna rip harder too probably just a prediction <laughs>
1: just a prediction it's 20 to 30 of your closest friends and family can get out of hand quickly so next up music so again having a dj or band at your event maybe is for you but there's also a possibility that again you don't want the extra bodies there so Creating your own playlist is a really, really easy way to circumvent all of this. It is not that hard to come up with five hours of music, I promise you. I sat down with Leslie and within maybe 45 minutes, maybe an hour, we had an entire five hours worth of music put together on a Spotify playlist. The bonus tip to this, and I think this might be the coolest part of having to do this ourselves, is that we can share the Spotify playlist with everyone else. We now have a wedding, Alex and Leslie's wedding, It's not publicly available yet, but it will be uh, on Spotify that um, We can listen to again to reminisce about our micro wedding Uh, and our guests like it They can reuse it for their own events Um, So it's pretty simple Spotify makes it really easy There's a bunch of other websites that make it really easy to put together this together all you need to do is Buy some speakers, rent some speakers, borrow speakers from someone. Bring um, your Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, bring bring, bring Bluetooth your BoomTube or
0: whatever. Yeah. yeah,
1: like it doesn't need to be anything super fancy and it can be super cheap. And if you're not noticing the trend here, the idea with these micro weddings is to do them on a really tight budget because you're probably have either lost money from your other uh, your larger wedding that got canceled or you're still having your larger wedding and you're still gonna have to pay for it. Yeah. So getting catering from a restaurant is super cheap. We're spending less than $300 to feed 30 people. Finding a venue on Airbnb can be really cheap. Even cheaper is finding someone you know that has a really cool backyard. And obviously nothing, there's nothing f- freer than creating your own music playlist.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think also arguably the reason that this event is happening is because the, uh, the, the the ceremony is too important to to wait um, yeah so with all that being said you know like the ceremony will become greater and greater a focal point with everything else being pulled down and, and don't be afraid to embrace that because that's a really wonderful thing um, mm-hmm. which leads us to the guest list so um, arguably your micro wedding is going to be far more intimate than your um, normal wedding was going to be um, you're probably going to spend um a longer amount of time with the guests for your micro wedding. Uh, and there's probably uh, a very good chance that there are people that are on the big wedding invite list that you don't want to stay in a house with. Um, You may love them, you may not like them at all. They may be there because your mom forced you to invite them, whatever the case may be. But now is the time to recognize the people that you want to chill with for three days and the people that are okay to come to your wedding. And this is your chance to to figure that out. So um, for your micro wedding, there's no guilt invites. Invite people that you love, invite people that are important to you, uh being there in that moment and uh and everybody else will come in six months or or a year later when you have like the big party
1: yeah um so to get back to the catering thing really quickly i didn't forget another restaurant or anything like that i just forgot to talk about alcohol um the easiest way to do it honestly find a liquor distributor near you you can usually buy it uh, you can buy very large quantities of alcohol and you're usually able to return it if you don't use it all which is a great way to save money and then, what Leslie and I are doing is setting up a cocktail bar. So there's not going to be a bartender on site, but what we're going to do is have all the things that you would need to mix uh, cocktails, and then we're going to have little recipe cards printed out and laminated sitting on the table so that people can build their own cocktails. I've told my friends about this, they're super pumped about it, they've never seen anything like this at an event, neither have I. Uh, shout out to Leslie for coming up with the idea. Uh, but. Again, there's creative ways to have cool things at your wedding without having to have another person there doing it for you. So if you're making easy cocktails that have four, like three or four ingredients, creating a little card and having it, a little bar put together they can kind of build it themselves is super easy. Having kegs is really easy, having bottles of wine out that people can pour themselves is really easy. You don't need to have someone doing it for you, especially if you're limited on headcount or you're limited on funds. Um, and actually kind of in a similar vein. Accommodations it's something we didn't talk about but we did talk about a guest list. I know one other person that is having a micro wedding. They are doing something really outside the box where they're having like a camping get together in combination with their micro wedding which I think is a super cool idea. So they're renting an old farmhouse that um, some people can stay in like their parents uh, because their parents don't want to camp which I totally get. Um, but they are going to have like a night two of Bonnaroo style camp out at this Uh, farm that they rented, and uh, everyone's going to bring a tent, and everyone's going to you know get around the the camp bonfire at night and celebrate, and then uh, the accommodations are more or less free for everyone, assuming they own a tent, and again, it's a really cool, unique experience that not everyone's going to have. Leslie and I rented a place that's big enough for the people we're inviting to all stay in. Some people are going to have to sleep on air mattresses. They're not going to complain, and if they do, they'll get over it, Um, but think sure you think through that part of it, because if hotels in your state are closed down, accommodations might be slightly challenging. So either finding another Airbnb you can rent for people to stay in, or again, providing somewhere they can camp, or providing bedrooms or floor space or whatever. Just kind of think through that uh, and make sure you have some sort of plan for where everyone's gonna stay after the event because chances are they will not be able to safely drive home.
0: Yeah. So last on the list is uh, is photos. So here's, here comes big old pixelated, self-aggrandizing pixelated. Uh, you don't need a photographer. like. Let your let your friends to encourage everyone. Bring your cell phones. Take lots of pictures. Uh, get yourself a Pixie Web instance. Get get like a real affordable one and share it with all your guests. Ask them all to upload their photos to it. Crowdsource your photos. Um, they'll be cool. They'll be intimate. There will be so many different types of photos and perspectives. Um, I think you'll end up with a very unique scrapbook of images from it um, you're still gonna get some really really amazing shots that you would have gotten uh, had you been able to bring a photographer in but you know being realistic you can only have uh, so many people in every additional body that you choose to invite you know poses an additional risk for everyone else that's there so you're gonna have to be stringent about it um, but it doesn't mean that you're not gonna have another you know, 30, for however many bodies are in the room, you're gonna have that many cameras, so take advantage of them and uh, and crowdsource your photos. And if you're trying to ball on a budget, don't
1: get a web instance, use an Instagram hashtag uh, and collect the photos that way. You just yeah. have to make sure that everyone's uh, Instagram account is open for the weekend. Totally. Uh, so you can pull the photos down uh, and uh, and repurpose them. Um, or just tell them to share it with you, um, yeah. or send have some sort of like Dropbox
0: where they can all be sent to. Google Photos Gallery. There's a lot of ways There's a lot of ways that you can accomplish this without needing to spend any money on it, so yeah. And and last but not least, this is kind of a bonus tip, not really a
1: tip. In terms of decorations, obviously you're gonna have to decorate it yourself, but decorating a 20-person get-together is significantly easier than a 150-person wedding. Um, you might have to rent chairs, you might have to rent plates. Rental companies usually, even in normal conditions, rental companies are going to be willing to work with you on smaller quantities. Especially now, they get it. They get that you have to have you're having a 25 person event, and not this giant, uh, you know, more grand get together. So they're going to be willing to work with you. Uh, it's usually really, really cheap, and they're usually willing to drop it off and pick it up. Uh, otherwise, you can always use um, the chairs you have on hand. You can use. Uh, recyclable plastic plates. I mean, there's a whole host of things you can do. Uh, and on the decoration side, go on Pinterest, find some inspos and you know, do a little DIY decorating. But no one's going to be paying attention to those types of things as much because it's such an intimate gathering as all of your closest friends and family, they don't really care how it's decorated. Everyone thinks thinks that everyone cares about it. They care a little bit because they want you to be happy, but in terms of the actual visual aesthetics, they're just there to watch you and your significant other get married. Uh, And that is what they want to do. They want to celebrate with you. So
0: don't be too caught up with those types of things. Yeah, that's it, you nailed it. So go plan your micro wedding. Uh, That brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, Before you go, if you could please remember to rate review and subscribe. Your subscription, makes sure that you know each day when we publish a new episode, and your reviews help us find more listeners for our show. So without further ado, I'm Patrick Reif. And I'm Max Glenn. See you tomorrow, peace.